the Vilna Goin was known to say that there were no extra words in Meselis Hashem, credible Sefer Meselis Hashem, not an extra word in the whole Sefer, except for the eleventh uh, Perik, Perik Gilalov. It's unclear if that meant that there were, you know, separate extra words there, or maybe he just didn't, you know, go through it as much. But it means that every word of the Mesilis Hasharim is 100% MS and is measured and is perfect. It's interesting, the Mesilis Hasharim, when he brings down today's sugya, the idea of what we'll call sweet revenge. So the Mesilis Hasharim writes, when a person feels insulted, he feels hurt, so he wants to do something back. Says the Mesilis Hashem, what is revenge? Revenge is, and this is the Lashon of the Mesilis Hashem, Metuka Kedvash. It's sweet as honey. Sweet revenge. Somebody got me, I'm going to get them back. It makes you feel better. It's sweet. It makes you feel higher. It makes you feel alleviated. It, it, it's, it's so nagaya to so many situations. You know, take even small petty things. He never came to my bar mitzvah. I'm not going to go to his. He never came to my chasta. I'm not going to his. Right? You know, you have children. Children will say, Eli koyach. Israelis, obviously, right? Eli koyach, Eli koyach. Are you allowed to tell them when they ask you something? Eli koyach, Eli koyach. Is that, is that revenge? Is that considered to be revenge? The Messiah Shalom says revenge is very, very sweet. It's definitely one of the most nageah of the Ben Adam Nechaveri that we're dealing with. The Orchat Sadikim in Sharach Zorias brings down, revenge is rooted in cruelty. And the, 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 we, clearly the Gemara tells us, if you have Rachmanus on others, Hashem has Rachmanus on you. And the Torah recognizes that human beings have a cruel streak to them. And therefore we are required to distance ourselves from any cruelty and make sure that we are compassionate on every single year. It's interesting because we know that most midas, most character traits, are not actually listed in the Torah, right? We don't have, no way does it say in the Torah about getting angry, and, and all of the things that we know that are also because of Benodon Chaveroi and midas toivas, it's not really written in the Torah. Rabbi Chaim Vital said that um, no way does it say in the Torah to be a Bal, you're not allowed to be a Balgaiva. doesn't say that, Right? Because it's the metzias of a yid that certain things make up the characteristics of a yid. Right? Derech Eretz Kodma And therefore, that's why there are certain things that, to be a yid, you have to act in a certain way. But on the other hand, there are some midas that did make it in the Torah. If you look at the Rambam, at the end and the last Rambam, in Hilchas Deus, where the Rambam goes through various mini deus of people, Says the Rambam, listen to the Loshana Rambam, Rabbi I'm guaranteeing you, you can check it out, you will not find, as far as I know, another Rambam like this. It's extremely rare and unusual to find the Loshana of the Rambam that I'm going to quote to you now, and that is, Dea Ra Hi Ad Ma'oid. Dea Ra Hi Ad Ma'oid. Okay, I don't think he uses such a Loshana. Says the Rambam and the Rambam's talking about revenge. He's talking about revenge. Says the Rambam, what's a yid? What's the definition of a yid? Is someone that gets hurt, he gets insulted, and it's difficult. And he doesn't do revenge. 
But if he does do revenge, Imenoi Cain says the Rambam, if he doesn't hold himself back, and he says, well, you insulted me, I'm jolly well going to insult you, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind, I'll tell you what I think of you. Says the Rambam, he's a guy, he's not a yid, you're not a yid. The definition of a yid is someone that knows how to control himself. That's what the Rambam is telling us. The definition of a goy is someone that does revenge. That, that, that's incredible. That's an unbelievable thing. That's an unbelievable idea. We have to realize that. The, the Makar, of course, as we know, it is a, we have a posit, that you can't take revenge. We'll explain in a minute what exactly they are. But it's a Makar in the Torah, which as we said is very unusual to find a Makar in the Torah for Midah, like we have over here, the Chinuch. Mitzvah Reish Memvov brings down, listen to the Loshan of the Chinuch, Rabbi Say. Rav B'nei Odom. Most people, that when they do, when someone does something, something to them that's not nice, they want to pay them back. Rav B'nei Odom. The Taz in Yeridea, Reish Chav Ches, Gimel, brings down that Nekima Natira are the Averas that are Murgan in Rav HaOlam Nechsholim Bajet says the Taz. Most people stumble in revenge. Why? Why is it so bad? What's so bad about revenge? I don't understand. The, the guy hurt me. Let me jolly well hurt him back. He insulted me. Let me insult him back. He didn't come to my wedding. Why should I go to his wedding? He only gave me that safer. I'm going to give him that safer. Whatever. You know, many, many different examples, obviously, that we can give. Why is it so bad? So the Chenech explains the Shirish, the root of this mitzvah, is if a person realizes that everything is from the Rabbi Nishalaylam, if he realizes that everything bad that happens in the world is preordained, is decreed from Shomayim, comes from the Rabbi Nishalaylam, so when someone does something to me that's not so pleasant, where did it come from? It came from him? No. It came from the Rabbi Nishalaylam. So if it came from the Rabbi Nishalaylam, why are you paying him back? Why are you doing revenge? Hashem, de- Hashem decided that that's what he's meant to say to you. That's what he's going to do to you. That's what's going to happen to you. And you're saying, aha, I'm going to pay him back. That's what he did to me. I'm jolly well going to give him a piece of my mind. Hello? Do you realize that there's a rabbi Do you realize that who runs the world? And therefore says the Chinuch, that's why it's so important for a person to work on this midah, even on a small way. Even on a small thing, it's so important. It applies to everyone. The Chinuch tells us, Mr. Burr, by the way, brings it in Shimim Gimel, that this mitzvah applies to anyone, including children, that we have an obligation to mechanach children, not to take revenge. You hear kids coming back from school, and they're like, I cannot believe it. You know what that guy did to me? He made, he made a whole joke of me and embarrassed me in front of everyone. Just you wait till tomorrow. Woo-hoo. I've got a whole plan. I'm gonna, I've got a whole joke that I'm going to say, and I'm going to get him back, and he's going to be embarrassed. That's why you train kids. We've got to train children. We've got to train ourselves. Never mind children. <laughs> We've got to train ourselves not to not to take revenge. Let me tell you a difference between what the Torah calls Nekima and Natira. Okay? The Gemara in Yuma Davchov Gimelom and Aleph tells us and explains us the Gemara of Gimelom and Aleph and Yuma what is the difference between the two types of revenge. Nekima and Natira. Both are mentioned in the Torah. So says the Gemara like this. What's Nekima? Nekima means that if you ask your friend, if, if uh, you ask your friend for a hammer, and he says no, okay. The next day he comes to your house. He says, "Oh, can I have a hammer?" 
and you're like, okay, no, I'm not lending it to you because you never lent it to me. Okay, that that's called Nikima. That's called Nikima. I am not lending it to you because you didn't lend it to me. Okay, so I just did revenge. Right, I just paid you back. Okay, now you feel all good. Oh, wow, you paid him back. And Shemaim, it all depends on Shemaim, Rabbi said. Like somebody told me on Shabbos, people often forget that they're on this world for what, 70 years? 80 years? 90 years? Mitzvah Shem, 120 years. How many years are you on this world for? The next world, you're there for eternity. Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it to feel better? Ah, like Mr. Sashon, sweet revenge. Ah, I got him back. I feel better now, right? What's going on in Shomayim? That's, that's where it really counts. So that's Nakima. Natira means that you ask your friend to lend you a hammer, and he says no. The next day he says to you, can I borrow your hammer? And you say, sure, I'd love to give you a hammer, because I'm not like you who didn't give it to me yesterday. Says the Gemara in Yumach of Okay, you just did revenge. I gave it to him. Doesn't make a difference. You mentioned the why you're giving it to him because you don't want to be like him. You took revenge. Right? So it's interesting. Most of the Rishonim, the Smak and uh, Pashtas, is the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs, Losar, Seishin Reish, that only if you say it, in other words, only if you say the revenge or when you, you make your intention very, very clear and understand, I am, yes, giving it to you or not giving it to you because of what you did to me, then, says the most, said a lot of Rishonim, then you're over. But if you don't say it, Pash does not. Where they get it from? The Lashon of Gemara. Oh my Lord. This is from the Gemara. The Gemara says, you told him, I am giving it to you because I'm not like you. Or I'm not giving it to you because of what you did. However, and this is very, very important, the Ravid, the Rabbeinu Yoyna, uh, says, Says Rabbeinu Yonah and the Ravid, I don't care what you say. What goes on in your brain? What goes on in your heart? What's really happening over there? If you are paying him back, you're over. And by the way, the Chavetz Chaim and Avaz Chesed Peredalad Paskas this way. Which means that any time you do something and in your heart you're thinking, wow, I'm going to get him back. And you get him back, whether it's by Dibble or it's by Misa, it doesn't really make a difference. You are over in the Issa Daraisa. And as the Rambam says, you're not a Yid. You're pushing not a Yid. There are certain times I will tell you, though, that are mutter. Okay? Number one, lotayeles. Lotayeles. Lotayeles means a constructive purpose, right? In other words, if you're doing it not for revenge, but you're doing it with the purpose of teaching someone a lesson, sometimes it's mutter. Not always, sometimes. In other words, if you want to teach the child that whenever you ask him to, you know, I don't know, take out the garbage. Enlikoyach, 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 abba, enlikoyach. Okay, no problem. Daddy, can you drive me to my friend? Enikach. Are you really doing it because of revenge? Honestly? <laughs> He's your son. He's your child. You love him with all your heart. You'll do anything for him. You honestly are not driving him because you're going to do revenge. I don't believe there's a decent parent out there that is going to take revenge on their child. So why are you saying it? Because I want to teach him what it feels like. I want to teach him that, come on. And then it gets all like, oh, come on, seriously, Abba, you don't have, you don't have Kaya, come on, we know. And then, then he understands it, and that will help him. Right? By the way, this will not work with your wife. Don't do this with your wife. 
when she takes, you know, two hours to get ready for the wedding, and then the next day you're going out to a restaurant meal, and you're like, well, I'm jolly well going to make you wait now, because you made me wait yesterday. No, no, that's not going to work. It's not good for Shalom Bias, and it's not going to work for this either, and it's not going to happen. So that definitely that's not a good idea. But you have to know, in certain situations, there is a mahalach of doing it when you're not really doing it for revenge. Right? You're not really doing it for revenge. Now, there's another example. Let's say, for example, you go to a uh, restaurant, okay? And you get served by the waiter. The service was a disaster. Absolutely terrible. Terrible service. Now, we know that there's a tip, right? Sometimes you have a choice. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Whatever. Let's say a case where you have a choice. Well, I should tip him? Huh. You know how long I have to wait for my soup? Not that it's his fault, right? It's the guy in the kitchen's fault. That's not the point. We blame the waiter. That's how we are in life, right? At the end of the day... Am I doing it as revenge? I'm not doing it as revenge. It doesn't, you don't deserve it. You know, if you were amazing, I would, I would, I would stretch myself and I'd give you more money. If not, not, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not doing it as revenge. If you take a hold, it's revenge. If you're doing it because I'm going to get you, because he did something to you, he said something to you, he served you in a way, and you're going to, I'm going to get him by not giving him a tip, then you have a problem. It's a derisor, I boy say. We're dealing with an it's a derisor over here. Right? We haven't had that so far. It's a derisor. Okay? You have to know the same thing as well. Someone gives you a present for your birthday. Next time, it's his, a few months later, it's his birthday. So you think, what should I buy him? One minute. Last, you know, six months ago, he spent four and a half shekel on my birthday. That's it, I'm spending four and a half shekel. Now, one second. Is that revenge? Is that revenge? Or, maybe the pshat is, listen, you know, that's what he spent, that's what he thought's normal. Okay, so I guess I'll spend the same. Meaning, obviously, that's normal for him. That's not revenge. But if you're doing it because of revenge, then, then, then obviously you have a problem. Let me, let me just, you know, again, there's, there's a lot of examples we can go through, you know, and I think the main idea is really just to have a sensitivity of what this is and realize how homer it is. Like the Taz told us, it's Rav B'nai Odom. People do this all the time. Whether it's in business, whether it's in private, whether it's, you know, it doesn't make a difference. You have to get people back because you want to feel that you're better than them and that you won. Okay? That, that's, that's not life. That you won, wow. It's about in Shemayim. That the Chovetz Chaim says in the Sefer Shemir Saloshan, you should rather be a fool in people's eyes in this world for your entire lifetime than a fool in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's eyes for a second. It's not good eye. All right, you know what? You won. Yes. <laughs> you won. I didn't win. I lost. But in Shemayim, you won. The real Shemayim is going to come in Shemayim. So often we do revenge because we want to feel better about ourselves and we don't want to give him the pleasure of winning. Give him the pleasure. You'll get the oil of You'll get the schar. You'll work on yourself. You'll become a better person. That will improve all your better on the you can't imagine. Let me just end with an incredible chidah. The chidah in a sefer, uh, Dvar Machadim, he brings over here, he brings a kliyaka that explains what is the concept of, of revenge. What's the idea of revenge? And he brings a story. A marshal. He says you have a young child, and this young child is playing in a sandbox. And he's got one of these, uh, you know, um, uh, buckets with a spade, and the bucket is in the shape of a castle. And he fills it, and he pats it down, and he's all busy, and he's spending an hour and a half building this beautiful castle. And he puts it down, and he pats it, you know, the whole situation. And he finally lifts it up, and it's whole, believe it or not. And it's incredible. And he's so happy. And he starts decorating with little shells and the windows and the door. And he makes a little pathway. And he's getting all involved. Right? 
his older brother walks into the room, takes his hand, and with one swipe, gone. You can imagine. You can imagine this three, four-year-old child. He, he, he can't believe it. This is his castle. He goes running to his tati. Tati is crying real tears. He's really upset. He's really upset. Look what, my, look what he did to my building. Look what he did to my castle. The father's not a fool. The father understands. He understands. He knows there was no major architectural work and, and, and you know, precise building. It, it, it's, it's sand. That's all it is. So yes, his, yes, there may be you know, a situation of discipline. You can't do that to your brother. I understand that. But when the younger brother wants a full measure of discipline because he you know, smashed my building, the father realizes he's a chocham. It's only sand. All right, I understand. When you're a child, sand means a lot to you. But it's only sand. Says the Chidor, life is sand. Life is sand. We think we're building, we're doing, wow, incredible. Somebody comes along, whoosh, swipes the whole thing away. And then we go crying, hey, how could it? It's sand. It's nothing. It's nothing. Like the Rambam says, there is nothing in this world that's worth getting upset about. Except for Misa, loss of life. That's, that the Rambam says, okay, that I'll give you. That's Choshev. That's something that you should cry about, you should mourn over. But everything else, nourishkeit. And like the Chinuch uh, told us, the Shoirish of this mitzvah, and I really believe if we internalize the Shoirish, it will help a lot, is everything that happens to us is with a Cheshbon, it's Bahashkocha Protis, it's directly from Uruboi Anyone that was Zoycha to learn Chayvis Alavavish you see this throughout the whole Shah. Everything, no one can hurt you, no one can touch you, no one can do anything to you. Everything is from Hashem. So if something happens, then it's from Hashem. So why are you angry on him? It's, it's almost like we said, the marshal by the restaurant, when you're upset with the waiter because it took so, so long for the soup to come, the waiter's not making the soup. The bell rings, the waiter goes and gets the soup. He orders it, he waits for it, and he brings it. Why are you upset with the waiter? It's the cook in the kitchen. But we're upset with the waiter because he brought it to me. Guess what? Guess what? When someone does something to you, when someone says something to you, that's not so pleasant. He's the waiter. He's the waiter. The Rabbi Shalom sent him. You needed it. Whether you needed to hear it, whether you needed to work on yourself. Ben Odom Lechaveiroi. The three weeks, the nine days, Tisha B'Av, Churban Beis HaMikdash, Churban Yerushalayim. Everything we lost, Sinas Everything. Everything comes from over here. Rabbi said, let's be Zoycha Be'ez HaShem. Over the few Shurim that we've had, Talking it, it, it drop in the ocean about Ben Adam Lechaveri. There is so much more, but at least what we've what we've touched, hopefully we've gained, and Beis Hashem we should be zayicha to work on it, to know it, and of course to live it Beis Hashem.